Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, the musical, the mystical, the musical, the blah, blah, blah. With me, my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Ann Carrigan. Well, good evening, and we have some spooky stuff tonight. Right, right? like that spooky music is yeah. playing. What is that? That's the theme. <gasps> What's that? <laughs> That's the theme from Dark Shadows, the original. And you're probably asking, why are they playing the theme of Dark Shadows? That's because we are at the Dark Shadows theme bread and <laughs> bread. Bed and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. You said that. Hollywood uh, and bed. <laughs> now I can't say it. Bed and breakfast. In an Oneida, New York. Yes. Yeah, so we've had the pleasure to stay there to do an investigation, and this show is all about that. Yes, it, it is. Uh, we had the most fantastic investigation. You've got to go to this place. It's just, it's fabulous. Wow, so and let's give them a little tour yes. now, and we'll be right back. All right. Mary King's Close. The macabre past of Mary King's Close, located in the old town section of Edinburgh, Scotland, and sealed off in the 1600s, is seeing the light of day again. In 2003, the Close was reopened, becoming a new tourist attraction, a preserved slice of 17th century life. Much mystery surrounds Mary King's Close. For centuries, locals have told tales of the Close being sealed off to prevent the spread of the plague. No evidence disputes this story, and there are some who say that the quarantine was voluntary. But lifelong inhabitants of Edinburgh say that after the close was sealed off, those outside heard anguished cries of people dying of starvation and begging to be let out. And they say that after the close was reopened, finger marks were found clawed into the bricks. Mary King's Close is now open to the public and is the site of much paranormal and historical investigation. It is thought to be one of the most haunted places in Scotland. A terrifying tidbit from the Book of the Bazaar, available wherever books are sold. with Brian and Jerry Gray of the Collingwood Inn, and uh, we're just kind of rehashing 
the investigation a that we had. fantastic night together. Yes, a fantastic night. In a jacuzzi. <laughs> no jacuzzi, no jacuzzi. You, that was in the you morning. You were not in the jacuzzi. I was in the jacuzzi. Right, it was in the morning, right. In the yeah, morning, right. alone. Uh, yeah, right, alone. Alone. That's what I was saying. All right. That's what I got. Uh, okay. Right. First of So anyways, it was kind of a cool night, wasn't it? Very cool. Yeah. We were here at the Collinwood. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Commercial break. Yeah. So, so, I mean, how long have you owned the Collinwood uh, mansion? Which is really the Farnham Inn, or is it the Collinwood Inn and the Farnham Mansion? It's the Collinwood Inn Farnham Mansion. Okay, so tell us the story, the background, the scoop behind us. Go ahead, Jeremy. We've owned the house for two years, and we uh, theme it after Dark Shadows, the Ooh. television show from the 1960s. Oh, for those who are younger, it's the new Johnny Death version. <laughs> My. Uh, Not and of course, Dark Shadows was a soap opera that uh, had vampires and ghosts and witches and all sorts of fun supernatural things occurring on it. And that's what we theme the end after. I mean, but you're really not from around here, right? No, not originally. So how did you connect with this house? We actually found it online on uh, Realtor.com. Campyhouse.com. Yeah. <laughs> we were house hunting. We were looking for a place that would be suitable for a bed and breakfast. Uh, I've always wanted to live in a, a large Victorian house. And uh, we thought, well, why not uh, buy a house like that and turn it into a B&B? And uh, we found this online and fell in love with it. Came out to Oneida and took a look at it and found out it was haunted. Which made it all the more better. <laughs> so, I mean, how did you find out it was haunted? Was it something you experienced, or was it you were told, or what's, what's the scoop? We asked the owner when uh, we oh, were looking at the That's house. kind of dull. <laughs> <laughs> Could have a story. We came in at night, and you know, we walked in the first day there, and it said, the doors flew open, and it said, welcome. Uh, nothing quite that dramatic. Okay. I had asked the owner if uh, she, she jokingly asked. Jokingly. Do you have ghosts? And he, and he said, said yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> and then he was telling us about one of the apparitions he had seen in the hallway by the mirror. It was a man standing there. And his wife had seen a lady in full Victorian clothing come walking down the staircase. And his wife has never wanted to come back into this house. <laughs> so they moved uh, just down the road a ways. But she wouldn't come back into the house. It wouldn't bother you. I know, that's like, a, that's our dream. Can I live here? <laughs> and you have... Uh, Wine, and jacuzzi, and ghosts. Yeah. Anne's happy. Four, four different uh, what guest rooms. For? Right. That's my wife. Yeah. But they have four different guest rooms. Mm -hmm. You have, what are the names? We have the Barnabas room, which is our most popular room, and that, of course, is named after Barnabas Collins. The Vampire on Dark Shadows. That's the one you stick in. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that room has a jacuzzi suite. Yes, we have. the bathroom. I was singing to the jacuzzi this morning. <laughs> awesome. We have an Angelique room, which is named after the witch on Dark Shadows, who was in love with Barnabas. And she was the one who put the curse on him and turned him into a vampire. And that's where Karen and Leslie were sleeping. No, that's where you were sleeping. You were. Really? So you put me in the witch's room? That's right. 
That's why she keeps opening the door for you. She. This is a true story. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Very good. Uh, for the past, we've stayed here a couple of days, and when I go up into my room, the first time I went up there, I called Anne. Yeah. And um, <laughs> not the one by the phone. Anyways, I said, Ian, come here quick. And she walked in the room, and what happened? The light in the bath, the jacuzzi room was on, and the door was open. Right. And he had not left it like that. I had not left it that. And then it was the same night, was it, that we went cemetery? It was yeah. the same day we went cemetery, we went cemetery tripping. tripping. We came back from cemetery tripping. Uh, and once again, I came into my bedroom and said, Anne, I call you a lot when I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and what was happening? The door was open again. Right. And then just this morning, just this morning, I went up there. And I said, and <laughs> <laughs> guess what? <laughs> the door was open again. Let me guess, the door was open. Right. So that was Angelique's room, the witch's room. Yes. So I mean, and there's two more. What? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm intrigued because I didn't realize that this was Angelique's room. I was a little confused. Believe that was not. also the room that three people have died in this house in as well. Three people. Were there any? Feminine people deaths. Yes. So maybe that was the jacuzzi thing. They want you to stay. They want the dead people want the you to stay. The original owner's wife. I'm big with the dead chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original owner is his first wife died. Oh. Miss Elizabeth. We talked to her. We talked to her. We yeah. talked to her during an investigation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you just said that. So we'll go back to that. Okay. But, yeah, okay. Go on with your rooms. Okay. We have a Josette room, and that's named after the character on the show who was in love with Barnabas, and he was uh, he wanted uh, to marry Josette. The uh, when she found out that Barnabas was a vampire, she jumped off of the cliff and killed herself because she didn't uh, want to become a vampire like him. Uh, and so he pined for her through the whole show, and she would she would come uh, in dreams. In, in dreams, she would show up as a ghost now and then, depending on the storyline. And uh, he always wanted his Josette. And there was another character on the show named Maggie who was uh, she looked identical to Josette. And uh, Barnabas wanted her. Yes, Barnabas believed she was the reincarnation of his beloved Josette, and he kidnapped her and was going to. Turn her into a vampire. Held her in a dungeon. Yeah. In the basement of the old house. Yeah. Yeah, that's, More romantic. that's true love. <laughs> to be held in a, in a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're talking about this right now. I'm mm -hmm. And then we have the Quentin. But well, so that room, the, the Josephine room, first. was was the Joseph room. Joseph. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's where Karen and Leslie yes. stayed. Okay. I just got to get these straight in my little mind. And I was, I started out in the Quentin room. Mm -hmm. yeah, you get around, don't you? I do, I do. But then the Barnabas room got freed up for Saturday night, so they're like, oh, would you like to stay in the Barnabas room? Yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, they're all awesome, they're all awesome. I have a great picture of the, um, the Quentin room with the curtain blowing, like in the wind. It's, in, uh, it's very cool. But. And we have the old gramophone in the room, which yeah. was associated Did with the Did it play by itself? Not yet. No needle. Nobody's told us. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard it. I didn't hear it. But, mm -hmm. but, uh, so, and then you actually have a couple of rooms that eventually you may 
Yeah, the one we, we were thinking about making it the Julia room. Then we decided to make it, uh, what was the name of the hospital, Joe? Wincliffe. Wincliffe. They were going to put we're a hospital make, bed. We're oh. going to make it like a sanitarium <laughs> hospital Oh, bed. that's awesome. And then we were thinking about yeah, making it the West Wing. And the West Wing in, in uh, the Collinwood from the TV show had cobwebs and mm -hmm. everything it was else. And that abandoned ends of the house. So then we thought, no, the attic is already like that anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Then we were going to do a gift shop. And then we were thinking of making maid's quarters. We don't know what the hell we're going to do. <laughs> well, you know what my thoughts are. Nice. Right. That's what I think you should do with it, anyways. The coffin and the door. Oh. Door behind the bookcase. Oh. I like that idea. Wow. Yeah, that's right out of the storyline. Yeah. We've actually had people ask us if we had coffins available for them to sleep in. Really? Yes. Yep. And they were serious. We're thinking about putting one down in the basement and having the chains around it. Oh, yeah. And then every once in a while you'll hear a scream coming out. Willie! You have to be careful though because I, we know that we interviewed, uh, what was that, Moss Coast Distillery. Yes. And, and they did that. That's a restaurant. It's extremely haunted. But, you know, people coming in looking at it. So they added a couple of special effects, which they tell oh, you right. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the TV shows went in there and uh, pretended like they were trying to deceive them. Said okay, they all oh, we figured this out. This is all special effects, and it wasn't. So that that's the bad thing about it. I mean, just people right. so mean. And they were up front with them and said, "Yeah, yeah they are special right. effects. Yeah, they're they for were our right. guests." Right. <laughs> so I mean, that's, I that's yeah. a sad, sad part about that. But anyways, moving right along, I do digress. So we talked about Elizabeth. We talked to Elizabeth uh, Saturday night. Yeah, we did an in investigation. And we were here. Oh, Kat came down from Canada. Yes, Kat. Hey, Kat. Hi, Kat. Hi. Hi. And Rat. Hi. Hi. Rat. Kat and Rat, right? He's not Rat. He's no. Raphael. Oh, right. Okay. Raph. Whatever. But anyways, yes. And what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we did an investigation. We did make contact with Elizabeth, which I hadn't known anything about. I didn't know anything about. We also met George. For oh, first right. time. Yeah, that was the first time we ever met him. Too. Right, George down in the basement. Could have been a street ghost, or yeah. we, we just could have got the right name around to him, which yeah. is possible. So yeah. uh, we don't know. I mean, that's the thing about what you're doing in paranormal. You don't know. But as far as you know, as owner of the house, how many spirits do you think are here, and, and do you know who they are? As far as we know, from other investigations and with the PX boxes and. We've gotten names. Mm -hmm. um, we believe there are six. Really? Possibly seven. George might be the little boy that we just found out about. Well, maybe. Because we had just found out uh, not too long ago that there was actually a little boy spirit in the house now as well. We've that, been told that several seconds. That, yeah, that um, the other spirits have welcomed in and let him stay now. So. As far as we know, we know for sure there's a, it's about six, plus a cat. <laughs> well, we know there are six people who died in this house. We have their... So do you think that the six people who died in the house, are, are there six spirits still here? Are, there, are there additional they ones? 
So otherwise, everybody that died in this house is, is haunting this house. Uh, one of them seems to come and go when he feels like it. Okay. Fred, the uh, the original owner's mm -hmm. son, he just seems to come and go whenever he feels feels like going somewhere else. He takes off for a while, and then he comes back. But um, we we're almost positive the original owner, owner's wife is still here, and uh, the last doctor who owned this who owned the house. His wife died here, and uh, she makes a lot of appearances in our master bedroom at night time. Really? Yeah. So, Jerry, are you jealous? <laughs> and we believe um, two of the good doctors are still here, and the original owner himself appears every once in a while, and you know when he's here. Why? Uh, he is such a strong uh, essence and powerful spirit that uh, you know exactly when he's here. That's when all the meters went off when we were doing the, uh, that was him. So it's a very strong yeah. It's a very strong, masculine, um, hard energy. And intense. you know that, very intense. And wow. You know that's Leslie Mr. F when he walks yeah. into, into anywhere in this house. Because Leslie had said, she's like, there's a strong male presence that just came in. That's right. Because we, 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 we were doing a little bit of glass swimming there on the yeah. table. Yeah. Yeah. And all the, the meters the went off over here. All the yeah. meters, nobody was in the room. Yeah, because actually we had contact with some female spirit. Yeah, yeah Shirley. Mary. Yeah. Was it Mary? There yeah. was a Shirley, too, that we had contacted during the night as well. That was downstairs, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this but was Mary was at like, the end. Yeah. That was like a switch went off. And all those meters simultaneously, we had the cell sensors, we had the K2s. The K2s were lit. The cell sensors were all... Yeah, <laughs> meter, all there. It was Everything just lit up like was Christmas lit yeah. up. And uh, we were all... Every single person was across the hall in the, uh, in the formal living room. It's crazy. It's great. And at the very end of the night, we were downstairs with just uh, six of us, I think. You, you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were on the couch together. And, okay. and uh, oh, Kat wasn't there. That's who wasn't there. Kat and her husband went to bed. Mm -hmm. So it's just you and I and Jerry and Brian, and we were just sitting there. And then there's a door right behind it over there, and we distinctly heard a male's voice in there. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And Leslie and Karen were still here. No, too. they were. They were no, they were still here. No, that. Because we all, Karen and Leslie, immediately went Actually, into the I master bedroom. Hmm? I was the first one in. Whoever. I guess you ran by me so fast I didn't see you. Evidently. That's right. Mm -hmm. You did leap up. I'm sorry. It was so, late. It was like two o'clock I was in, in a morning. sleep mode, like, but I still... <laughs> He snapped right up. Snapped right up. Snapped right up. Swung into action. Oh, we did. Yeah, we heard that and it was voice. There. there was nobody outside. Yeah. And it was, yeah. But it was very, very distinct. It was quick. And we were talking about, I was trying to think about what we were talking about. And we were talking about something about investigating or something. I knew that it, was, it had something to do with investigating mm -hmm. and one of the spirits. And I think it, maybe it was a comment about that that we were... Mm -hmm. You know, we were saying something about a female's bird, and someone's like, no, oh, yeah, fright, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, that type of thing. So it was really distinct. I mean, we all heard mm -hmm. it. Was, there was no, like, did you hear that? No, it was like, whoa, we all heard it. Yeah, yeah it was quite loud. It was loud. So that was really interesting was nice. as well. Um, I think it was a pretty cool investigation. The house is definitely cool, and, and you guys are, are not uh, put off by paranormal investigators at all. No, right? no. not at all. We actually welcome them. And they can rent rooms here and yep. do investigating and 
and you run special events as well? Yes, we do. Yeah. And so how, how could people get in touch with you if they wanted to? <laughs> well, we have a website, which is www.hollandwoodin.webs.com. Or they can phone us on area code 315-280-0574. And please leave a message. And please leave a message. <laughs> because we get a lot of hang-ups. Oh. People phone just me. Just to, just to listen fine. to the answering machine. I'm just listening. <laughs> Or, or kids that call. This bird is there. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to make contact. With Are you really on to? <laughs> Am I talking to a ghost? Oh man. Yeah, but uh, so I mean that's that's really great. I mean, and for those who do not know any of this, Ann and I have done a lot of investigations, right? Mm -hmm. And I've gone to a lot of historic buildings, and this by far is one of the most outstandingly yes. well kept and wall-decorated yeah. buildings I've ever seen. I mean, everywhere you look, there's something that's really cool and really neat, architecturally, uh, decoratively. I mean, look behind us. Antiques the clock everywhere. Is phenomenal. Yeah, the clock's yeah, Absolutely. I mean, but the interesting thing we did know, and, and it's kind of interesting, is that when we first arrived here, the energy was like really, really strong. Yeah. And even during the investigation, it was good. But as we got later into the night, it kind of waned off. Is, is that normal? That's absolutely normal around here. Usually... So they all go to bed early? Yeah, they, kind of well, they're, most of them are from the Victorian era, so... They're early they're, risers. They're early risers. <laughs> I mean, Mr. F himself had two stores downtown, plus a bank he was running, and he was chairman of the board of the Gaslight Company, and had all this other stuff going. So. You'd have to go to bed early to have enough energy to do all that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, usually, yeah, usually, we only run our events until midnight. But we know before midnight, the intensity is going to be dropping off. Mm -hmm. So that's why if we do do a séance, we usually do it around eleven thirty midnight to try to give them that little bit of boost to give them some energy to go Spot. again. And we, while we were doing our investigation, you guys did the seance here, and it was really interesting because uh, you guys almost worked in tandem together. I thought that was pretty amazing. Um, Brian was on a chair over here behind us. Uh, Jerry led the seance. We were, our team was around the table, and all of the guests were there, and Jerry, as I said, led it. And then, Brian, you actually started doing a little trans-channeling, which I thought was interesting as well. That's usually what happens when we do our seances. And For some reason, they just speak through you. Love to come and speak through me. It's because you probably have a strong energy in you. But I mean, so I, that brings up the question: Did you have this same ability before you moved into the house, or was it something that just kind of developed after you guys moved in? I don't. Did, did I have it? Before? I'm not. Well, sure. did you do it before? I mean, no. No. Okay. So you guys never did seances or anything? Jerry's before. done a number of them throughout, yeah. the, throughout her life. I, okay. I've never done any until we moved into this house. Okay. And it was like right from the very first one that we did in this house. Did it happen? It's always happened to me. So they wow. use you as the voice. Yeah, it, was, it was kind of interesting. Uh, it took us a second to realize what was going on, but yeah. For a second, for a second, I thought maybe you fell asleep over there because <laughs> you were like you're starting like well, you, know, you, you are kind of boring. to breathe. <laughs> I thought Ron put you right out, you know, but uh, but then I'm like, oh my god, 
he started talking. I'm like, oh! <laughs> so that was great. That's usually what happens. Maybe not for you, but... Actually, that's the way it works. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Like I said, we, we, were, we were unaware of that, so... Yeah. Every once in a while, I have to kind of battle with who's ever yeah. trying right. we to talk to yeah. me, and yeah. because they try to go places where I don't want them to go, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I end up having little battles once in a while, and mm-hmm. usually win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I do want to ask you this, too, and other than the seance and, and that part that goes on, for each of you, which, what has been the most uh, graphic piece of evidence that you have witnessed yourself in the house? And we'll start with Jerry. When we first moved in, I saw an apparition on the servant's stairs. Okay, and can you describe it? It was a silhouette of a woman. I couldn't make out a face. It was all dark. Uh, it was in the middle of the stairs. Was only there for a split second and then disappeared. Mm-hmm. And did you say you couldn't see her guy? Or? She looked like she was wearing a long dress or a long apron. That's why I assumed that it was a woman because the, the silhouette was female shape. Mm-hmm. Nowadays it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But um, it startled me at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't expecting to see anybody or anything there. And then you know, I looked again and, and she was gone. Uh, wow. I've seen and that. how long were you in the house when that happened? Oh, we weren't here very long, maybe about two weeks. Within the first week, though, when we were sitting at the computer at nighttime, unwinding, we would hear footsteps up above us. And we were the only two in the mm-hmm. house. Right. And we'd hear somebody walking in the back room right above us. Wow. The room that we're not sure what to do. Right. That's funny, and so that activity is almost like was happening in the servants' area, you know, rather than, you know, the main area. Yeah. And so, Brian, what has been the single piece of... I've had too many, the single one. Well, you must have one. The one that really, really got to me was one night I had gone to bed early. I was laying on my side, facing the opposite wall. Jerry was out on the computer. And I felt somebody sit on the bed right at the small of my back. And I literally felt the bed go down. I jumped about a foot up in the air. (laughs) And I was twisting around to turn around to see who was in the room at the same time. And when I I was looking at the other side, there was nobody there. But the bed literally, you know how it feels when somebody sits on it. It went down. And just and then the the other one one of the other ones was I was just ready to go to sleep one night and uh, somebody gave me a real good poke in the shoulder and woke me up. <laughs> now have you seen a full operation in here? I've seen a couple of them. Okay, and what were they like? Uh, one was a a lady dressed in Victorian style clothing. She uh, kind of stands in the doorways and watches when I'm working to make sure I'm not doing anything wrong. And uh, another sorry. one is a, is a gentleman who's usually standing beside this clock when the clock's needs wound up. There will be a gentleman standing here. Usually he's dressed in um, brown slacks and a brown sweater, like a Mr. Rogers type of sweater. And he'll be standing there looking at the clock, and then he'll take a look at you as if to say, come on, wind the clock. 
get to work. Boy, they yeah. keep an eye on you. They keep you on your toes. The other, the other <laughs> keep this guy working. The other interesting thing that happened to me is, is once again, the, the first time uh, we, I, I went out, and this was, must have been yesterday, right? Yeah, because I showered and then I was laying in bed for a while waiting for oh, right. her. Uh, so anyways, so I closed my, my eyes for a couple of seconds in also, and then uh, I opened them and there was a figure standing at the end of my bed. And it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was much thinner. <laughs> I mean, I was just okay. comparison-wise. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was a male figure, all right? All right, that works. Right. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a figure that stood at the end of the bed. I couldn't see any details at all. It was just totally black figure. It did have some type of a, uh, headwear. I, I'm not sh sure because it wasn't there that long, but I could tell it was, you know, the head was there and it was more above it. Yes. What was that, Brian? I just heard footsteps. I heard something over there, too. The, down by the stairs there. Ooh, I, I got chills again. I got a chill going down my spine right now. Me too. Me I know, too. I'm looking and there's a mirror across the hall there and I can see the stairway, so. Really? Is there anybody on? I don't see anybody over okay. there, though. They're probably standing there, I just can't see them. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. That's just a surprise. There's somebody just around over here. Oh, really? Ah. Those are cushions. Always oh, this. There you go. Anyways, anything else you want to add? I just, I had a fantastic time here. I can't come down and see this end because, you know, it's just fantastic. So you have to come here, meet Brian and Jerry and all their ghosties. They're great, great coach. Yes. Thank you. Awesome practice. We had a fantastic time with two of you. And you're welcome back anytime you want. I'll be back next week. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But anyways, we want to thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Like to thank you. Yeah, bye now. All right, so we're, we're going to uh, take a break. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place an oasis in this hectic world. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles, the next generation, with the Blonde Bombshell, Ann Kerrigan, and New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and I here on TojiNet. And we are at the Collinwood Inn in Oneida, New York, and the haunted Collinwood Inn. And right now, we're going to listen in on a little bit of the investigation we did there. We are down in the basement 
which was one of the laboratories of one of the doctors that used to live here. And we have picked up the name George from the ghost box or hack shack or shack or whatever it is. And the group is attempting to communicate. So let's listen right now. Is there someone with us now besides George? So it's just George. If it's just George, can you make the meter go off, please? Thank you. Okay. Ask question, guys. We've got to come up with some questions. Were you a patient? Were you a patient here, George? How does the answer yes or no? We haven't defined that. With the light going off is a yes. So your light's going off the yes. If the light does not go off, it's a no. Did he die here? George, did you die in this house? You have to be very specific. No. Did you die in Oneida? Or Oneida. <laughs> Maybe that's a laugh. What is that? <laughs> Are you making fun of my accent? Are you? He's laughing at you. Do you have fun? Excuse me. What was it? Oneida. Oneida. Is it Oneida? Did you die in Oneida, please? Do we have two spirits here? No. No, we have one. So what's it doing over there? He's walking around. Did you die in the old Oneida hospital? Okay. You may know Moscow. Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he in Idaho? The old original no, like Idaho? Just over there. Just over there. <laughs> the old Broad Street Hospital, you mean? Okay. This is cool. So, uh, George, did you, uh, did you uh, run liquor for a living? Yes. So, George... Did you uh, molest little girls for a living? Oh, that was a good one. Of course not. Thank you. Sorry I had to ask that, but you know. I just stop you from beeping. Yeah, you were just going a little crazy there. George, did George. you know one of the doctors that lived in this house? Okay. You may have known him, but he may not have been a patient, because you asked if he was a patient. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Did Maybe. you bring him his liquor? No, Maybe George talking. worked here. George, did you work here? I don't think so. George, was it Dr. Crockett that you knew? Yes. Is there a Dr. Crockett here? Yes, yes. yes there is. Both Georges agree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were George twins. twins? <laughs> Just like George Parliament's always twins. Like George George twins. <laughs> were you triplets? Did you have a twin? Did you have a dog? Whoa! Whoa! Did you have a muskox? A what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a random cow-like animal. I knew that. Goat. Goat. You're right. It's goat. Goat. Whatever. I'm Scottish. I don't know what the hell. George was Doctor Crockett. Your doctor. Okay. I don't know. I think he's freaking out right now. Are we uh, asking too many questions? No. Evidently. <laughs> no, it's all excited. I picture him doing the ghost version of that, you know, Mo and her Larry. <laughs> 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 that was funny. 
George, can you make the meter stop? Please make the meter stop first, George, so we know that you have control. Tell which one. George, can you stop my meter, please? You have George, or you have, I have no clue now. I don't know if I have George. I'm totally it's really crazy. getting irritating, George. Stop. Whoever's making my meter go off, would you please stop? Oop. George, please stop the meter, please. Or else we will not communicate with you. Maybe it's not George. It's not trying to are you a female spirit? Are you a male spirit? Maybe that's one of the cats. Are you an animal? quickly and goes up down down holy crap right here is good 30 29 <laughs> is this something I said is my accent <laughs> can you reset the meter back to off huh no I'm talking about not you I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to the dead excuse me move it's right there. Oh, it's got to be right really there. Weird. It's hanging out in front of us. I know, I can feel it. Because there's cold right here. I can feel it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it he? Is it she? Where are you feeling cold? Right here. Right in here. Alright, so let me see if you're really feeling cold. Ho! Oh, put that towards me. Not that way. Crazy, huh? There's something here, but uh, we, I can't tell if it's... Right. Can you borrow that for a second? I'll take it up there. There you go. Oops. But I've been moving and moving. Yeah, she's been there a while. Yep. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something there. Take it down a bit lower. Yeah. Okay. Too high. Uh-huh. That's why yours isn't going off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Let me see this guy for a second, just for a hell of it. Let's do a. Yeah, it's a, a three, see? Oh, that nice real copper you got running through the house, right? I keep it low. So, is George still here? Yes. If George is still here, then make. What's your name, young lady? Lynn. Lynn, can you make Lynn, Lynn, City of Sin, meter go off? Came from Lynn, right? Yes, I'm from Lynn. Who's that? Who just beeped? Mine. Right. Yeah, there's Betty, a down note. Betty, we'll Betty was her. next to me, has one off. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm still getting like 0.6. Leslie, you picking up anything there? I just got male energy. That was weird. Yeah, it was like a surge. I have that. Cartoon strip Archie in my head. With Jughead and stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's Eddie and Veronica. Oh, wow. Because Eddie. Uh, you did? 
Really? Mentally? Perhaps not loud enough. He's trying to telepathy. I didn't hear it over here. I didn't hear it either. Might be louder next time. I wonder if something... I get a tingly feeling. Do you really? Yeah. I always get a tingly feeling in the back of my shoulder. Ask if... Ask if... The spirit knows Jerry. The spirit Jerry. Oh, I got a yes. I have a yes. Ask him from, from Massachusetts. Are you from Massachusetts? Did you hitchhike in our car? <laughs> Don't go there. It was the goldfish. Getting a yes. Get some big readings over there now. Yeah, by the floor though. No pipe over there, anything? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I have my eyes closed. I didn't even realize you <laughs> And I can't you. see. Sorry. I didn't <laughs> I don't even there. know. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to go back to my corner. Whoa, I don't know. Corner. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my corner now. Oh. Show me a red, red bug car, you know, those little Volkswagen bugs. Holy crap. All in red. That yeah. tells me 1950s, 40s. The bug cars? Yeah, the bug cars. I think 40s. Yeah. Yeah, and here. <laughs> <laughs> she gets to sleep in the same house as me. <laughs> Walking my door to New York, it was. Do you want to move on? The 40s, yeah. Move on? Yeah, they'll follow. Okay. So we want to well, thank. Uh, we want to thank Thanks, George. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Discovering that some of the EMF is the result of electrical wiring and pipes, uh, yet we did get some direct answers to some of the questions and left us with mixed results. So we moved to another part of the cellar and attempted to go old school, connecting with the spirits, with the candles and dowsing rods. So you got three candles, right? So if there's, first of all, is there a spirit here with us? Anybody? There's a spider coming down in front of me. Karen's out of there. <laughs> <laughs> right under there is spider. Stay in the middle, you silly dilly. <laughs> I just moved over more. <laughs> All right. I don't know where everyone went. Little vampire thing. Hey, come on. Leslie, can you feel the energy at all? The only energy I felt was in the corner with She's dissipating. All right, so we're going to get it back then. Give me a minute, pen. I'll get it back. Spider energy. Yeah. 4.8. It just spiked. What we want to do, and... If we have no energy here, then we can't do it. But well, you can call some in. I'm trying to, dear. Okay. So basically, all I'm going to do is just try to call some energy in here. If there are any spirits in here with us today, please come closer. If there are any spirits here, please come closer. We'd like to speak with you. We're curious is why you're here. So please come closer. We've come a long way to speak with you. Brian and Jerry are our friends. They've invited us here to speak with you, so don't disappoint them. 
there any spirits with us here now? Can you make those candles flicker? Right now, anyone? Well, does it, that's all we care. Please let us know you're here and make the candle flicker. I know you can do it. Oh, yeah. Cold. Got some, uh... Come closer. You mean your cool arms. Dowsing that action. Going crazy over here. Oop. That's good. It's going right around in a circle. Good I hope I can fun. get it, if not in the dark. There it is. There oh, Three. here it comes, here it comes. The energy's coming. Yeah. Come closer. We mean you no harm. We just want to learn more about you. You have a lot of people here that are really interested in you and want to hear your story. But you have to communicate with us. And I'm going to ask you to Make the light flicker, if you can. Less conversation, guys. Do you want to do this? Karen or Leslie? I was doing that. You can't divert the energy. you got to do one or the other. So if you want to come up and do it here, that's fine. It's all yours. Is there anyone here? Can you point in the direction of the spirit? Nice. Fits with the key, too. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a sign by moving the flames or the candles? Yeah, point to the candles. <laughs> Good. What if I burn money with that help? <laughs> Can you make the candles flicker? Can you try to make the candles flicker? It's almost like he's trying to put the pit, the dowsing on his stool and make them flicker. Maybe they can't physically do that. If if you can't make the candles flicker, can you cross the dowsing rods for us, please? That explains that. Can you point in the direction that you're standing, that you're present? Behind us? What the kitchen is Remember, it's not directional. Are you behind us? That's where Leslie is. Can you blow the candles out completely? It's almost like he's irritated because you know he can't do it. He's he a shape. Whatever. Is there another sign you can give us? Can you cross the, the dowsing rods first, please? You can do it. That's it. A little higher. A little better. Come on. Thank you so much. If you're a female spirit, can you uncross them, please? I guess that would be uh, uncross. Okay, so if you're a male spirit, can you cross them first, please? That's either irritating because I said that or... <laughs> Were you standing in the corner earlier? Still, yes. Are you older than 20? Say, no, you don't ask a woman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, this is a yes, that when they cross, it's a no. So are you older than 30? 62. Are you older than 60? <laughs> yes. Are you older than 70? Still yes. Are you older than 70? We said that right. Yeah. Are you older than 80? For God's sakes. Are you older than 90? This is not saying 
she's full of forever. Are you 62 years old? No, that's not going to work because that's looking for the answer we're looking for. <laughs> Are you 107 years old? All right, so let's skip your age. Count all the years. I don't know. Let's skip your age. Let's just skip your age. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking of. So, all right, so when you died, oh, do you know you were dead? Oh. That was fast. That was real fast. No. You mean I'm dead? <laughs> what the hell? I wouldn't. You're sleeping here tonight, Kat. <laughs> you don't want to piss off the spirits. Not when you're sleeping here. Do you like Cat? Oh, I'm sorry. Too late now. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> find you what amusing. Uh -oh. She's sorry. Will you accept her apology? Uh, see what I do for you. Okay. Did you live here? Ooh. Ooh. Some good, strong energy now. Yeah. Well, I got something kind of interesting. It's on my face. Oh, jeez, that is scary. <laughs> what is that? I know, I know, I'm seeing it. Is it over my face? No. Okay. Why don't they have to plasm thing? Yeah. You're sleeping here, too. Once again, our experiments in the basement yielded mixed results. But an interesting photograph taken by Jerry revealed a white mist behind Karen as she did the thousand words. Coincidence? I think not. After a uh, brief rest, we moved up into the main parlor where I attempted to communicate with the spirits there using a 200-year-old organ. tell you. You want to try this? No. Are you enjoying the organ music? No. <laughs> Can you play the organ better than Ron is? Please do. <laughs> it was my hope to have the spirit play through me and play beautiful music. As you can hear, uh, it quite didn't work out that. But unbeknownst to me, Karen and Leslie were in the other room and actually asking the spirits to play a joke on me and to leave the room we were in and not cooperate with us. Did it work? You decide. Anyways, there were lots of things that happened that night and uh, so many more than we can talk about on this show. So with time running out, here's another episode of Cemetery Trippin' by Ann Carrigan. Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where each week I will feature a different cemetery that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping, 
or following the link from the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. Today I would like to share with you a cemetery from Bucksport, Maine, appropriately named Buck Cemetery. This is a small family cemetery that would be fairly nondescript if not for the notoriety of one monument erected there, namely that of Colonel Jonathan Buck. He was born in Haverhill, Mass. in 1716 and founded the town of Bucksport in 1762. His family erected the large monument which stands at the front of the cemetery facing the main road approximately 60 years after his death. Mysteriously, an outline of what looks like a leg and a foot appeared on the face of the monument. Although an honorable leader of the community, who was key in the development of local industry, somehow a legend sprung up regarding the odd stain. The legend goes that Colonel Buck condemned a woman as a witch and sentenced her to death by burning. As the sentence was being carried out, supposedly the witch cursed him and said, So long shall my curse be upon thee and my sign upon thy tombstone. As she burned, her leg rolled out of the fire, and her deformed son, who was rejected by the community, grabbed it, further insulted the colonel, and ran off into the woods, never to be seen again. It is also said that attempts to remove the stain from the stone were futile, so they ripped it down and erected a second stone, only to have the stain reappear. No one really knows how this tale came about, but it is quite a story, and to this day the cemetery is a tourist attraction in the town of Bucksport. However, it only takes a small amount of logic and application of history to poke quite a few holes in it. The era of colonial witchcraft and the infamous Massachusetts trials were over long before Jonathan Buck was even born. There is no record of anyone being burned or otherwise executed for witchcraft in the state of Maine. In addition, this is the original stone, not a replacement. Stone cutters say this kind of stain is common after long exposure, but can be removed by repolishing and buffing the stone. However, when it is exposed to air, the surface will eventually oxidize and the stain will reappear. Due to the tourist attraction, the cemetery is surrounded by a wrought iron fence with ornamental spikes on the top, perfect to deter a cemetery tripper like me from entering the site. And believe me, I tried. But it is a lovely historical site that deserves a stop if you are ever visiting the Bucksport area. There is also an awesome Fort Knox right across the river from the cemetery into which you can gain entry without injury. Well, that's our show for today. Tune in next week when Ian and I will be back live. So until then, good night and God bless. And see you on the other side. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.